0: playdate this is don
1: this is nick and i'm ryan
0: this week we are covering playdate news
1: indie games of the week
0: and oh my god we're all back together again it's been months thanks for listening let's get started it's been literally months since the crew's been together this feels so good like july (laughs) i think maybe it was
2: i i was looking back it was august 31st Okay. so here we are at the end of november it's been literally three months since we've all been on the mic together oh my
0: gosh well nuts. we made it nuts family's back together you guys doing okay
1: yeah um how are you
0: fantastic look at you <laughs> still as excited as ever
2: <laughs> I, I was waiting for the big nick response and i, I he did not disappoint <laughs> i am okay <laughs> Calm down, Nick. Dial it back a little. I'm glad you're here, Nick. I'm glad you're here, Don. I'm glad we're
0: all here. Yeah, let's uh I'm glad the listeners are here. Let's let's discuss some news and notes with them. Some boop, 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 News and notes. Live, live boops. Um, I wanted to talk about our socials real quick. Because of the Twitter stuff going on, in case we're not on Twitter, which we've been, we're probably most active on Twitter at Hello PD Podcast, uh, just in case the wheels fall off in the next week or two or whenever. Um, you can also catch us at playdatepodcast.com, our Discord. We're there every day on our Discord, and the link to that will be in the show notes. Our email, Hello Playdate at gmail.com, and on Instagram, we're at Hello Playdate. So, if Twitter, something goes on or whatever, or you're just interested in in catching our social somewhere else, instead of mentioning it at the very end of the show and forgetting, we're mentioning it right now. Here at the top of the show, there's our socials. Fantastic. Fantastic. Speaking of social, big social event coming. Hey, do you have your outfit picked out? You ready? Mm. Whatever I'm wearing that day will be picked that day. Yes. Nice.
2: I got my teal tuxedo with the white ruffles all ready to go. Got it pressed. Teal That's and what white, I'm
0: purple and yellow.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: got to stand out. I it will definitely stand out. Those are Chi High colors, aren't they? Chi High <laughs> Labs colors. Is that right? Teal and white. Yeah. <laughs> huh. You uh, should know that the Playdate Community Awards are coming December eighth. I think all or most of the nominees have been announced at this time and the live, the live show will be on the tiny yellow machine Twitch stream on December 8th. So there'll be a link in the show note to their Twitter and possibly their uh, Twitch as well. In case Twitter again, in case Twitter falls apart, but uh, they're also on the uh, discords. So check out the uh, community awards. There are, official like uh badges that the nominees were given that they can attach to their itch profiles that were drawn by wallmaster alistair low uh aka low tech gaming the three three named dev um so the nominees are out there congratulations to everyone who's been nominated and the winners will be announced december 8th so very cool indeed you're speaking to you're listening to three of the judges very exclusive.
1: Ooh, are you revealing secrets, Don?
0: Is that a secret? I don't know. Oh, I might have to edit that. Oh, Ooh, Anyway, uh, we suck at website comments. It turns out we've been getting comments on our website this whole time, on our blog, where we actually post the episodes. So apologies if you've made a comment there and never heard back. Uh, apologies. But on our last episode, which you two ran on your own. Mm-hmm. Barely. Uh, I think we had about no. five
2: minutes of things to talk about. No, that it episode. was
0: fantastic. No. <laughs> disagree.
2: We started looking at each other in silence after, you know, a couple minutes. Like usually this goes longer when Dawn is here.
0: <laughs> Not at all. You guys did fantastic. <laughs> I want well, to say thank you, you to Nick and Ryan for a fantastic episode last, last week. <laughs> um, Oscar Braindead, the dev behind one big one bit jetpack, Ryan's mm. uh, indie game of the week last week. Yes, he said, Thanks for the one bit jetpack review. He just uploaded a new version with the option to change the button configuration. The original button configuration remains being the default. Thank you, so, best regards. So, does that help, Ryan, or is that good or bad? Oh, or?
2: That I'm very happy about that. If you rec- just to catch listeners up to speed, there was a discussion last episode between Nick and I. Nick, who has never played the game before, but had a big opinion. And then I, who have played the game and reviewed it, also had an opinion. And basically, there is an up button that you can use to fly in the game. And uh, there was a comment on the itch page from somebody who knows what they're doing. I'm trying to remember who that was. I think it was the dev for tapeworm disco party. and suggesting that the B button be the jump button, like in Mario. And I was saying, I don't know that I agree with that. I understand that it's like a standard button configuration for video gaming, but this up thing works really well because then you can move your hand to the outer left side of the playdate rather than like jam it over to the right side where you're cranking anyway. It was um,
1: the, I think it was the A button
2: a button a button anyway um long story short i like the fact that it's staying like it is with the option of changing it to mario button mode uh i'm glad that's available for people who want it but personally i thought the original button configuration worked best uh but maybe nick's has alternate big opinions still nick what do you think about this
1: I think there is, uh, I, I still ha- hold the same opinion, having not played the game yet, <laughs> that um, there is an expectation of a certain control scheme that people have developed over the past, uh, what, 40 years? And uh, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to give people options. That was essentially my position. So, um, and yeah, I, I still feel the same way.
2: Yeah, I... You know, I think we agree on that, that it's good to give people options. And the only part we disagreed on was what the default option should be. Yeah. But-
1: it's a shame that, uh, that ended the show. Um, you know, we've, we've reformed from the ashes though, help, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Ryan and I are talking again,
0: <laughs> took a lot of healing, but we're, here yeah. we are, we, we, we took
2: it to the mat. We put the gloves on, we duked it out, and now we still have a really hard time with each other.
0: (laughs) Bottom line, though, is that if you leave a comment on our blog, we will check the comments more often.
1: At some point in the next six months.
0: Yes, and get
1: back to you. Whoever set up the technology side of this really fell down. (laughs) It wasn't the artist of the group. (laughs) Uh, Because I... it doesn't notify us when anybody leaves a comment so we have to manually check each episode. So sorry about that everybody. It is my failing.
2: And please contact us in some other way
1: <laughs> if you're able. Whatever's clever. We
0: still yeah. get the we still get the traction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have we have we
2: talked about how we suck at website comments yes, enough? Yes,
0: yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, what is this uh this dev comment you got here?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I reached out to a couple of devs before the show tonight. One of them was Ledbetter. and I said, "Hey, Led, how you doing? What you got for us? Anything exciting?" And he said, "Actually, I'm doing this art oween thing." And he sent me a link, which will be in the show notes for today's episode, and for a mere $3.50 Arduin is an adventure game included with Art7, but now is also available as a cheaper standalone game. Uh, It is built on the expanded grounds of Art7 and includes the full original gallery with all the art, but opens up the main staircase to a new exhibit at 10 a.m. the following in-game day to start the adventure game. Talk to the attendant sitting in the first gallery room on the left, then wander around a bit and things will happen. Uh, you can trick-or-treat in it, collect candy, go on quests for some new characters, um, you know, bunch of stuff. There's 13 unlockable full-screen images of the possible deaths. Uh, and Ledbetter said that he thought his favorite part of the whole thing is walking around as a piece of cheese. So, <laughs> first, Don, Nick. Any thoughts on art o This just launched today as a standalone adventure game.
0: Uh, I played it a little bit this week as an update to Art-7. Mm-hmm. And I mostly just looked at the gallery stuff and I started exploring. Uh, I don't want to give too much away with Art-7. We reviewed it in the past. And part of the fun is that there's more to it than just a gallery. Mm-hmm. So I started exploring outside of the gallery, um, but I think I messed something up. There's some. There's something you're supposed <laughs> to do at the beginning of the Halloween exhibit and uh, there's a definite way to fail it and I failed it. And there's a way to reset that and I haven't reset it yet. I just kind of wanted to see what the game does if you don't reset that messed up uh, segment. So anyway, that's where I'm at. So I have not turned into a piece of cheese. Uh, have
2: you messed about until 10 a.m.? on the in game day so that you can go up the main staircase.
0: I set the, I set the clock to 10. I couldn't remember if it was AM or PM, but that's when the thing happened that I wasn't supposed to make it happen. Huh? I triggered the event. I just wasn't ready to trigger the event. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to ruin it.
1: Nick, any thoughts? Uh, sounds awesome and unfortunately i haven't had a chance to to play it yet but i am very much looking forward to giving it a shot i loved art 7 the base game and uh just can't wait to play the expansion and i think it's so cool that ledbetter has split this off into a separate um separate uh game application what's the word i don't know Mm,
0: Uh, a standalone adventure standalone expansion yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. okay
1: very good (laughs)
2: cool cool all right so that is happening that just happened today we'll have a link to it in the show notes of today's episode and i pressed him for a little more information said he's working on next projects wouldn't give me much detail but said that these will be very different mechanically all right another dev i reached out to is Zanya lasagna (laughs) lasagna what is that hard for me to say um Zonya told me that the Reach the Ocean store is now open. We've got a link to that in the show notes of today's episode as well. And boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop news of the week. New game from Zanya Lasagna is called Gotta Get Home. This is a name-your-price holiday game in which an elf asked Santa to borrow his playdate called The Santa Date. This particular elf happens to be the last elf to take a vacation and forgets the Santa date on the beach. However, as the Santa date, so like in the game, you are the Santa date, you get help from, oh my gosh, please, please forgive me, Zanya. I practiced this so many times. Olivier de Castonier, who, in addition to being a (laughs) Quebecois art critic, is also, of course, a turtle. who happens to be visiting the area. So in order to get home to the North Pole, you, the Santa Date, team up with Olivier and both of you have to talk with the locals. Santa Date has to decide if he wants to help them by being nice or not help them by being naughty. All the while, unbeknownst to Santa Date, Santa is watching. And at the end of it all, There are multiple endings, good, bad, and normal, and if you're like me, you'll want to know a release date, and I managed to pry one out of Zanya, sort of. She gave me a release window, and this is going to happen between December 1st and December 5th, so this is scheduled to drop even before our next episode, and also... Before her next game, Soothsayer, which she's been teasing for a while. So if you're chomping at the bit for more Soothsayer info, I'm sorry to report there was a distinct lack of boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop news and notes for Soothsayer, except for the fact that we should look alive for some upcoming news on the aforementioned Playdate Community Awards coming up on December 8th. That's all I got for you from Zanya, but a pretty big drop there. New game, Gotta Get Home, from Zanya Lasagna, coming up at the start of December. What do you guys think about that?
1: I'm very excited to play this. Uh, It's a cool concept, and uh, I'm looking forward to... I I love any kind of game where you have uh, that kind of uh, moral choice that you can make in dialogue trees and so (laughs) forth, so um, this sounds right up my alley, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it
0: yeah, I'm going dark Santa
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what I mean,
2: it's hard it's hard not to look forward to the next game following Reach the Ocean. I think we all enjoyed that one. and it's it's interesting because there are a number of games that have been released that are kind of polarizing for us, like either I'll really like it or you guys will like it, and I won't or something. But like we all, I think, really enjoyed
0: Reach the Ocean. Am mm-hmm. I wrong in saying that? No, I I'm terrible at it, but the secrets kept me picking away at it. Yeah, I mean the secrets yeah. are there early on in the game too. So even mm-hmm. though it's stuck, it's like oh, at least I can find stuff to do early on before I
1: get right.
2: It, right? right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The reach the ocean is is really awesome. So um, this is this is very exciting. More Zanya games, please. Indeed. Keep them coming.
2: Cool. Thanks for keeping us updated, Zanya, and thanks for letting us break this news. This is very exciting. So uh, did, I think did, that's it for Did you mention her store? The yes, I did. Link... Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes, I did. Uh that was the first
0: thing I mentioned. Store I was, is I was, available. I was fighting the ad blocker on her store. Ah. <laughs> so I missed <laughs> it. Sorry.
2: Okay. So, once again, I think that's it for news yes. and notes, which means okay. we are on to boop 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 indie inventory.
1: Dawn, Is there Is there uh, an increase in the number of boops this episode. I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah, it's real heavy. I
2: don't <laughs> even know what you're boopity boop talking about, but okay. I think it's okay. boop time for the boopatory of the. And tell
1: us tell us about these
0: indie inventory games. <laughs> I got a lot of eddy ed, 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 editing. To <laughs> <laughs> so. Ah, but he boop boop boop. Uh, um. Yeah. So we have we had so many uh, standout indies this week. I there's a lot of stuff I didn't even mention, but here are the standouts for indie inventory. Uh, games came out the last two weeks. So the first one, I think, is called Medial or Medial by uh, Playdate Steven. He did uh, Addled that I really loved a few months ago. But this one is uh, think of Sudoku on a five by five grid using shapes and not numbers. It's two dollars. Um, Zhang Jungbu, I was probably screwed it up. But uh, Baseball Brat, Adve- Baseball Brat Adventure is his newest game. It is a Game Boy esque platformer is it baseball brat
1: bad venture
0: i don't know if the link is oh you're right it is baseball bat brat bad venture (laughs) man that's a tongue twister (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for that one uh 6.99 it is a full featured uh yeah platformer and i think he's adding content he's adding levels as he goes so uh very fun i played a bit of it this week spike 2 the Great Emu War for $4.99. I played uh, quite a bit of this this week. Uh, very cool upgradable shooter. Side-scrolling shooter. Uh, definitely worth a look. Probably hear more about that in the future. Nick, I, I need to hear the... Can you pronounce this one? Sim Simorg? Simorg. What is this? Is this are you familiar with this game?
1: I have never seen oh. this link in my life it, it sounded
2: great. like it was such a nick game it's a point and click
1: adventure oh is, is i that have right? seen this one i think uh yeah north fiber or effecto factor in the discord linked this one day uh i have sideloaded it but have not played it yet <laughs> it's a, I,
2: pu- I pulled a nick on this one too
0: it's an adaptation of a game that was published in a french magazine in the 80s mm. It's
2: just
1: amazing sounds intriguing such a cool thing
0: looks great too yeah, yeah. and it's um, free
1: nuts can't beat the price yeah uh
0: gate crasher similar to super hexagon free. they don't talk about this one we m- might talk about it later <laughs> <laughs> uh squid god has released almost tennis name your price with a suggested price of three dollars it is almost tennis yeah you're playing tennis back and forth uh you got a dash button uh, real simple but it works uh possessions by i think it's by mick a johnson or mika johnson man uh 298 it is uh, coding based possession ghost family haunted house game <laughs> i played <laughs> a little bit of it and i feel like i'm maybe a little too dumb for it but it was definitely interesting uh Keep two coding for topaz out of my adventures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ryan and I are right there. Uh two for a Topaz. It's a five-line slot machine. Looks very polished. I have not tried this one. It's name your price. Or two dollars for the high roller edition that comes with some extra features. Two dollars or more, I should say.
1: That's ad-free.
0: Uh, yeah, you get the ad-free version. <laughs> Otherwise you get pop-ups. Um and then not, there is not actually, a, not actually. <laughs> uh fearless four. I started playing this and I I'm not sure how to like stop the monster. This is like a a sliding block puzzle sort of built into a haunted house. Um, it's also free. I really want to understand how to play this because it's a very interesting puzzle game, but I don't understand how to not make the monster come kill me. So they, if anybody has any tips,
2: they they have a, a healthy rule set outlined on the itch page. I don't know how far you've read in that Don, but I downloaded okay. and have not played this, but it looks really <laughs> intriguing. Uh, Yeah, I I, I didn't have the time to get to it this week, but I hope to.
0: Okay, I need to go back to this then. Uh, Oh, it also has instructions in Spanish on here. So if you're listening to this in English, but want to read them in Spanish. Yeah, they
2: also mentioned the fact that this is based on uh, like a board game. And somewhere in this itch page, they have a link directly to the board game itself. And the Hmm. fact that they've recreated it on Playdate is pretty fantastic, I think.
0: Love that, yeah. Uh, same played upon by Lonely Star Software. Five dollars. It is uh, paneled upon, right, Nick?
1: Yeah, uh huh.
0: It's a paneled upon, um, homage. I have not uh, played no, this maybe. one, although I love Tetris Attack, which was kind of similar, right? Yeah, maybe, anyway. Uh, check that one out. The Deadly Cursed. E and jimin steamroller in the bloody killing on the wheel in the atrium <laughs> I'm ho- hoping I said that right uh it's free the the controls are really interesting I did not get a chance to play it but I am definitely I downloaded it and I'm interested in trying that one out um evade 2 a first person space shooter this is this was originally an arguboy game so this is the unofficial playdate port Looks awesome. I definitely want to check this one out. So check that out as well.
2: I loved the graphics on this. They looked mm-hmm. so vector-esque. And yeah. I, I love that the play date is so gosh darn crisp that it can give you the feeling of vector. It's mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I saw this one too. And again, pulled a Nick. I I did that on a lot of <laughs> games this week.
0: <laughs> well, I think Nick had a game of the week like a couple episodes ago that looked kind of similar.
1: I forget the mm-hmm. name was it the space shooter one yeah i don't remember the I name don't. either <laughs> i'm sorry mm. we need
0: our fact checker our intern is dropping the ball here and uh oh <gasps> that's by uh, that's by 1337 by the way and then clash cards came out yesterday this is by mm. dar doyle it's three dollars, and it's similar to the uh, card game in Skylanders, is what I compared it to. But it's also in Final Fantasy Twelve, is it? Nick, Final Fantasy Nine, nine. Okay, I don't know. We're like you're comparing the monsters with the little arrows next to each other, and then they overtake each other.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the good card game from the Final good F- card game. That's that's number nine.
0: This is a, a similar gameplay style to the good card game. So. Uh, very fun, very polished. I need to play a little bit more because I was getting my butt kicked on it, and so I need to understand my deck a little better.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, very cool game. And then and, two day. De- oh, go ahead. Uh, Nick. Uh,
1: can you can you build your deck? You can. Yes. Ooh,
0: all right. Very exciting. Build some killer decks and post them in the Discord so you can. You, I can. Uh, I can follow your lead. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. And then just. Today, from Scenic Route Software, one of my favorite Playdate devs, Mm -hmm. Lilybug, was released about two hours before we started recording. $4.99. The idea is the tree in the backyard of Generations, another awesome Playdate game, you're this little firefly and you have to jump back and forth and take out bugs and avoid spiders and clear the rot and the termite from this tree.
1: Huh. Can can I just say that I love games with interconnected premise like this? Mm-hmm. Um so awesome. Um so very excited just by the idea of this.
0: Yeah, I love that I love that they connect it to generations for no reason other than that it's cool to connect <laughs> yeah. it to generations. It's neat. Yeah, why not? Uh, so you use the crank to basically change the height of your attack, and then you push a button to just, like fly across the screen. I don't mm-hmm. know. It, it kind of, Think of Spider-Man swinging back and forth across the yeah. screen <laughs> and using the crank to change the height of Spider-Man swinging. Okay. Um, it, it didn't make sense in screenshots, but then when I started playing, I was like, oh, okay, I did, see what we're doing here.
1: Did you ever play Vertical Force on the Virtual Boy?
0: Uh, of course, Nick. Who hasn't played... <laughs> <laughs> the deep, deep catalog of the Virtual Boy. No, I've never heard of it.
1: Okay, it's one of 14 games, Don. Um, but uh, the cool thing about it is that you move between different levels and you're attacking, and it's a mm. vertical scrolling shooter. Um, so it, it kind of sounds familiar, except it's not a vertical scrolling shooter. <laughs> uh, and it, do I take it properly that you just zip across like mm-hmm. when you yes. go to attack? That's cool. Um that sounds very interesting.
0: So collecting the little whirly birds will heal the tree, and then collecting the termites will create the whirly bird will cause the whirly birds to fall.
1: Hmm. Okay. So
0: grab the termites, get the whirly birds, heal the tree. And I'm just noticing watching the GIF that when the damage to the tree goes all the way across, that must be what's killing the tree. I wasn't really sure what was causing my game to end, but I think that's what it is.
1: Failing at the game, Don. Well,
0: I'm, I'm excellent at doing that. My record is like a minute and a half or two minutes or something. So not not great. Is it,
1: is it an endless puzzler, or are there? I guess there aren't different stages if it's all on one tree. Or like, does that? Uh, how does that work?
0: It can end one of three ways. Use all three lives. The spider catches you. If you lose all three lives the game will end the trees health reaches zero or victory. If you're successful in raising the trees resilience all the way up to a hundred percent, all the termites will die and the
1: game will end. I love this kind of arcade resurgence, uh, that we're experiencing on the play date. Um, this is really cool. And, uh, Thanks for highlighting all these different games, Don. Uh, yeah, that was a
2: ton to sift through this month. Definitely was, and, <laughs> this, and I'm not with, not even
1: a month, a couple of weeks. Jiminy Christmas. Really looking forward to to trying a lot of these. So, yeah. thank you.
0: What an amazing launch year the Playdate has have is all I can for say. Real, wild. Speaking of amazing arcade experiences on the Playdate, should we let Ryan go first with the indie game of the week?
1: Uh, yeah, it, I think so. Uh, I, I think I think that'll be fine. Go ahead, Ryan. You sure, Nick? Yeah, get those boops out of the way. All right. Boop 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 boop
0: boop Indie games of the week. Let's Done. start
1: off with I, I changed <laughs> my mind.
0: <laughs> Let's start you changed your mind from inviting Ryan to join the show six months ago? Is that what you <laughs> Oh, okay go uh, ahead yes, that's right go ahead
2: I, i've i've got the ZenCaster link now there's no going away <laughs> oh, No. Um, <laughs> so let's let's light this candle with gate crasher gate crasher is a free what free game and oh my god i have been playing this a whole bunch and i hope that many other people do too um it's one of those high score chasers that the moment i played it i was like okay i got to get nick f on this because i know that he's going to be someone who will get into this and kick my butt at it and uh sure enough i was right within a couple seconds he had beat my high score and we're going back and forth as we speak anyway what the heck is gate crasher it's uh build as a game for the playdate, surprisingly enough. And it says as a player of this game, you will control a ship. You're kind of like a streaking comet, it looks like. And it says you'll use the crank to rotate the ship, turning the crank clockwise will rotate your ship clockwise and counter blobity blue. Um yeah, I realize, well, this this is the worst description. Anyway, you basically got these like <laughs> concentric circular rings that emerge from the center of the screen and zoom forth at you like you're flying forward in a spaceship. But there's like a quarter of the circle that is blank. And that is the gate through which you need to navigate your streaking comet or spaceship or whatever you want to call it. Um, These concentric circles come fast and furious. And it's been really interesting to try to make my way through higher and higher score levels. Um, I, I feel like I want to get into a little bit of strategy on this game, but before I do, I thought I'd open it up to any, any questions from the class class, any questions?
0: (laughs) Nick, have you played this? I haven't. Okay. I no. I thought it was a baseball bat. I didn't notice that it was a comic. <laughs> I have been playing and I the dev wanna... is gonna
2: be so, so distraught <laughs> that well, you said that.
0: To be fair, this is not uh, this is a mobile game. So it's it's available on iOS and Android and it's in color. Oh. So it's is that a, little right? easier, a little easier to read in color. There's ah. also a gate crasher 2 when you're done messing with this one, Ryan. Wait, what? Yeah. On a play date? No, 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 on on mobile. Oh, um, but anyway, I really appreciate how silky smooth this thing controls. It mm. sounds great. The, the graphics are really smooth and everything. Just the experience is very tight. Um, just like Super Hexagon, like a bit, part of the appeal is just how smooth the whole experience is, and mm-hmm. he definitely nailed it on uh, Gatecrasher.
2: Yeah, it feels very well developed. Uh Don touched on the music, which is banging. It really makes you feel like as if these zooming circles weren't like uh adrenaline pumping enough, you know, trying to maneuver your way through these in quick succession. The music really amps you up too. And like even the post-game music, I think is really incredible. Like you can hear this piano being played but it's not just like on a synthesizer piano at least it does it probably is doesn't sound like to me because you can feel like the weight that they're like putting into the keys in certain portions and it really feels man so analog and rich in the music itself in addition to the gameplay being killer so um, I want to talk a little bit about strategy because initially I was bashing into walls and not making it very far and the more i did it the more addicted i became to playing this again i've probably got over 100 games in on this thing already which is easy to do because the games last less than a minute mostly if you're having a good game you might have a minute long game so it's a quick one it's a high score chaser and as you make your way through the first 10 gates then there is a pattern which you can sort of Wiggle your way through if once you understand the pattern. And then after you wiggle your way through 10 gates of that pattern, then it opens up again to what I think is a more randomized selection. And then another 10 later, you get back in a pattern, whoop, 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 whoop. And then that pattern repeats until... I think, and spoiler for Nick F, uh, I totally clobbered you. So look out for the high score channel on our Discord. But I made it way past uh, my most recently posted picture, and I'll, I'll post a new one to demolish your Wednesday tomorrow. But anyway, um, I made it up to like 110 on this thing. Oh. And I think I broke the game <laughs> because after about 80, 85, 90, the incredible music just stops the whole thing cut out like there was nothing anymore and i was just cruising my way through gates i was sort of in this like flow state at the time and made it up to 110 and after i bashed into the 110th gate uh it took me to that end game music kept playing just like it should so i think maybe the game is developed up to a point where you've got these sequential patterns of like 10 random, 10 patterned, 10 random, 10 patterned gates up to, I think it's 70. And then after that, I think it just continues on through random gates at that point. And, Cause that's around like, you know, shortly thereafter is when the music totally cut out on me. And I think it just allows you to do whatever at that point. So I think I found sort of a breaking point In the game, but I'd be interested in hearing from other folks who have experienced this. You got the 256. Yeah. The what now?
1: Level 256 in Pac-Man.
2: Ah, gotcha. Huh. Um, Did it get faster? No. Uh -uh. Huh. I kept thinking it's either going to get super fast or the gates are going to get a lot smaller Mm -hmm. as you progress through the game but that did not happen. So the in the pattern portions, like after you have 10 random and you hit that first pattern, the patterns come more quickly, but basically you learn, you're sort of like wobbling your crank back and forth, left, right, left, right, left, right for 10. And then it's back to who knows where the gate's gonna be. And then instead of on the bottom, you, know, you sort of hover around on the bottom, left, right, left, right for that first pattern. Then it's up at the top, left, right, mm-hmm. left, right, left, right for that second, 10 patterned gate for numbers uh, what would that be the 30 through 39 something like that um and it's it's really interesting I finally figured out like these come in sets of 10 and so as I was playing the game I would literally count out loud one okay there's a second gate two three etc and then when I got to 10 I knew okay that's the time that the pattern starts left right left right. and I would count one through ten on that pattern and then that was up and I knew it was randomized at that point. And again, start counting one to 10. And that really helped me making my way through these gates too. So if you're having a difficult time with gate crasher, try counting out loud. I know it sounds silly. It helped me
0: a lot. We're going to see Ryan with a mullet and an American flag tie and hawking and hot sauce soon. Straight up Billy Mitchell. <laughs> Any day now he's on his way well uh, um, I, um i saw that the the dev is not responding to comments it looks like on on uh itch and he's not on twitter so maybe he'll update this i don't know i noticed that too i left a comment as
2: well and it's weird because he just uploaded this like 12 days ago so this is a really new game you'd think immediately after uploading he'd be pretty tuned into his itch page so who knows mm. we'll see
0: well, I hope he add some depth for you, Ryan.
2: <laughs> me too.
1: It's a it's, shame you're so good at this game. Yeah. It's <laughs> it, it, it took
2: a lot of games in order to get <laughs> to over 100 gates. It's it's pretty pretty challenging. Uh and like I said, it took me a whole lot of games to understand those patterns and sequences and numbering and counting out loud and all of that. I just, I I, I really took to this game immediately and I know Nick and Don are probably not the audience for this game, but I think Ryan and Nick
0: F probably are. And hopefully many of our listeners are. Yeah, Um, I'm also, I'm reading the description for gatecrasher two and he said that, um, the objective now is to crash into the gates; hence, the title Gate Crasher. <laughs> <laughs> right. Part of the description that I
2: I ceased to read was a, a a silly admission of of the game name. But anyway,
0: yes. Well, it's been interesting hearing you dissect these arcadey games on uh, on. These different playdate games over the over the course of the podcast. What were you showing us, Nick? Nick's I think Nick got six hundred or something. What were you? He's yeah, I holding just, his playdate up to the screen.
1: I just sideloaded it and absolutely demolished Ryan's score. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait no, to I'm, see. I'm, just kidding. I got twelve. <laughs> oh, but, fantastic! Yeah, uh, I am looking forward to digging in more. Um, I'm a big fan of Super Hexagon, and that you know obviously has Super Hexagon vibes. So cool. yeah. Right um, on. Well, I've been
2: having a lot of fun with this and it's very addicting for me. I had a real difficult time putting it down because it's just so quick and so easy to understand, but very difficult to figure out what or, or to execute what you need to do.
1: Yeah, very good. All right. How about we boop on to the next game? What do you think, Nick? Uh, me? Uh, yeah. Okay. I played a game called nocturia which is by a dev called ansimorph and uh it is free this was an early pulp game i believe and it's a it's an adventure game where you're at a sleepover at a friend's house and you wake up in the middle of the night and have to use the bathroom <laughs> we <We've laughs> all been there this is the only play date game i've played with the shame meter
2: that's so awesome, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it it's uh kind of fun because it's a uh, it's it's one of those shared experiences in his childhood. So, um, but anyway, uh, it is a semi horror game, <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, but one of the things I wanted to call out is that uh, a lot of the early playdate games, or, or this this first year's worth of pulp games, specifically. Uh, seem to have a lot of rats. Have you all noticed that?
0: <laughs> yeah, was that like a a default, uh, I guess, sprite that gave you or something?
1: I not in pulp. I don't think. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't think there are any default sprites in pulp. Oh,
1: there's there's a couple, like a a computer yeah. and a floppy disk or something. Uh, like oh, okay, okay. Um, but at any rate, uh, yeah, I just found that really interesting. Like, uh. <laughs> I was playing and I I realized um, that maybe I've stumbled onto like a huge uh, playdate wide Easter egg and <laughs> hadn't realized it. Um, it's like
2: the Williams cows that's, exactly. That's a, that's a pinball yeah. reference.
1: <laughs> um, so this game is uh, it's really interesting and it is possible to there there are a couple different failure states um, and. <laughs> It's uh, I think we can guess one of them. It's interesting. It it's very interesting. So, um, just uh, worth worth a look, I think. And um, it was it was pretty fun. I,
0: I played this so early on. I I don't remember. I don't think I made it to the toilet.
1: Oh, there's there's a lot involved. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I remember. I remember
0: there being quite a bit of involved, but just like real life. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, did, you can't just make it to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, do you remember "Shower with Dad" Simulator 2015? <laughs> oh God! What? <laughs> uh, it's a PC game.
1: I've I've heard the title before. Okay.
0: I I uh, felt like this was in the uh, similar vein.
1: It probably is. Yeah.
0: I thought it was called "Don't Shower with Dad." Maybe that was a different. God, thing. I hope so.
1: <laughs> I... <laughs> maybe I'm we're getting sure. we're
0: getting too deep into the uh, 80s nostalgia <laughs> the, here.
1: Yeah. The referential weeds here? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. Well, uh, the, well speaking of nocturia, mm, mine has nothing to do with that. Although <laughs> when you're laying in when you're laying in bed at your your buddy's house in the 90s, you're trying to not wet the bed and you're you're thinking about how do I get to the toilet without waking anybody up and you're staring at the screensaver, right? You're staring at their old PC screensaver, watching the plumbing <laughs> tubes going back and forth, trying to think about, not think about plumbing tubes. Am I, am I is this a good parallel to uh, Stars of the Screen? We got there. Oh, we got <laughs> there. oh my gosh. That would
1: would you wow. like to know the name of the game that we were referencing? What am I podcasting I for? Just, I just looked it up.
0: What, Stars of the Screen?
1: No, no, uh, Shower with Your Dad Simulator 2015. That's what I said. Yeah you yeah, were right
0: I, it too. I know. anyway
1: okay now i'm ready to move on thank you okay
0: stars of the screen <laughs> silky smooth oh my gosh can we start re- can we start re-recording <laughs> nick are you still working on that email while we're recording <laughs> so this i'm gonna read uh this is a game made by i want to say it's jan Martinek. i probably butchered that but uh he also goes as mouflon cloud and this is a review copy, but uh, he sent me a copy right before I went out of town. And so I didn't get a chance to to finish it until this week. And I'm going to read his uh, description because I don't want to give too much. This is a special type of game where, it, kind of like Art 7, where you don't want to know too much. But it really rewards not knowing too much. But I want to, I want to give you enough to sell you on it so you, you pick it up and play it. So okay. about the game. Stars of the Screen is a game full of loading and screensavers. At first, it looks like (laughs) a gallery. However, there's more of a game and puzzles hidden under the surface. This is totally just a collection of screensavers for Playdate. Yep, nothing weird or special. Screensavers (laughs) would be very useful on a device with a cathode ray tube monitor or perhaps some OLED screen. That's not what the Playdate is. However, you can still chill with the screensavers. Please don't look for any hidden content secrets or even <laughs> your eggs in there. Just chill with the screensavers. <laughs> so I'm not going to say too much, but if you like games like um, maybe the weirdness of WarioWare or the weirdness of work time fun, this is the game for you. I'm not going to say frog fractions. Exactly. <laughs> But if you like a game where there's a little bit more of a game than you think there is, um, highly recommend this one. Also, it's incredibly polished. I, the things that he gets the play date to do are amazing. All of the old screensavers from the back in the day work somehow on the playdate. Like it, it mm-hmm. just runs the gamut of all these different graphical styles flawlessly. Uh, Also, he integrates all kinds of different sound effects and music and just adds so much charm in the way that they just come at you from all different sides while you're uh, enjoying these screensavers and not playing the game and not looking for secrets Um, is just really charming and engaging. So, again, I don't want to say too much, but like the layers of an onion, there's something special in stars of the screen so again this was a review copy but that doesn't we've received other review copies we haven't given much time to yet and this is a special one so check it out
2: cool i'm i'm just mesmerized by all the giphy screensavers on its page right now
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: taking me back you can just sit there and stare at the screensavers too as long as you want you can totally do that. There's totally not any hidden secrets in here.
0: <laughs> you, you really can. You can just sit there and look at them. Uh, once we get that dock going, this is going to be a banger.
1: <laughs> oh, good point.
0: Just like that nice. Playdate Clocks. Playdate yeah, Clocks yeah. is going to be such a killer app when we get that dock.
1: Weird clocks for Playdate. I think.
0: love that, that app. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That was a very long-winded
1: explanation. I think uh, it was yes. two minutes if I clocked it right. So
2: yep. Okay. Stars up <laughs> the screen. Which means it's time for boop 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 boop. The last segment of the show called
0: Awful Things. Awful Things? That's what you're calling your life's work?
2: Yeah. This is this or maybe I should rename it as uh, things that make Dawn uncomfortable. Uncomfortable.
0: Uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable. I celebrate your works. I'm just saying
2: but I know you don't like talking about things outside of the play. I, date, just, like saying play that, I just like
0: keeping the playdate <laughs> podcast on top, on, on topic, of front, front the center. And
1: we have for the next, that.
0: For, the, for the next yeah. 35 seconds, go ahead
1: and say what you okay. say. Nick, <laughs> break your turn. Okay. Uh, the pinball game that I have been working on for the last year and a half just released. Yes. Not, not congratulations. Thank you so much. Huge uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you both. Uh, thank you all. Um it's not just a pinball game though I also uh started my own manufacturing company and so I'm making these games um and I've opened up the order banks on Monday and released a trailer uh done uh edited by Steven Silver who is one of the members on the Playdate uh Discord and I have a million billion people to thank um including Don and Ryan, who offered a lot of suggestions and feedback uh, as I was building the game. So thank you both very much for all your help.
2: Don't forget about your wife. Excuse me.
1: (laughs) I absolutely won't. So uh, my wife, Molly, uh, did all of the artwork for the game. And I just released an interview with her today. um, And uh, we talked about... Uh, All the various impossible tasks that I set for her (laughs) and um, how uh, she accomplished each one. So um, if you're interested, uh, you can give that a look. I'll include a link in the show notes, Don.
2: Everybody, please (laughs) go take a look at this. This is such an amazing project. And I think it is just the coolest thing that you and your wife made a pinball machine together and are still married. Amazing (laughs) job. It's, it's so cool. I I can't wait to play it.
1: Um, Yeah. Having her as the artist uh, had a lot of advantages because every day I was able to check in on progress and then uh, (laughs) uh, have her change course if needed, or, you know, she would show me different things. And um, so there was never a lot of wasted time in iteration. So that was, that was great. Um, And she was a dream to work with. And, uh, hopefully I was not too much of an ogre, but, um, <laughs> the game is named Drained and you can uh, view the website, drainedpinball.com, And there's a link to the trailer, uh, in the, in the website itself. Um, right, so,
2: so tell us what kind of a theme this is. I don't think you've mentioned that yet, Nick.
1: No, I'm very bad about, uh, remembering things that I've said. Uh, this is a, a vampire themed pinball yeah. game. And so drained has a double meaning because in pinball you lose the ball by draining but uh, as a vampire game you lose your life by being drained of blood. So um, it I thought it was a clever play on words. Um, very, very much so. So uh, yeah, check it out. DrainPinball.com and uh, that's for Multimorphic's P3 pinball platform. Um, and I am a third-party developer slash company. Uh, so I'm not affiliated with Multimorphic outside of um, having this uh, approved by them for release on their platform. But everything's being handled by me, manufacturer, orders, accounting, etc. <laughs> Support. Um, so if you need anything, uh, let me know. So and- if I'm not mistaken, you are the first third-party designer,
2: manufacturer that Multimorphic is bringing on board, correct?
1: Uh, they're uh, completely separate of of me, so I'm not being brought on board, but I'm the first third party to release a full playfield module for the P3. There Previous games that I've released have been uh, software applications that use existing playfield modules. So this is both the playing surface and the application Mm -hmm. um so it's a big project and
2: huge oh my god and you're just getting started too good luck with manufacturing (laughs) thank you thank
1: you um it's very exciting but uh doing it myself i have uh only myself to blame if there are quality (laughs) problems and that's that's a good thing so um ryan i hear you've been working on something
2: It's true, but I feel like we should end that section with an applause. Yay! I'm so proud of you, Nick. That's such a huge, huge accomplishment. I I feel like Don and I have been very lucky to see this sort of slowly come to fruition. And I say slowly because it's taken, what, like a year or so. But like that's bonkers (laughs) fast for a single person to design and manufacture a pinball game that has a full-time job that's not that like that's <laughs> insane so anyway thank you for bringing us along in the background and we're so gosh darn excited for you right now this is just bleeding edge stuff just released yesterday so congratulations nick amazing thank,
1: work thank you very much so right.
2: Brian. brian ah yes so uh i Mine is pretty brief. You've heard me make mention of my latest book, Mirror Drawings, and I won't say too much more about it, except for the fact that the entire campaign's backers, everyone has their orders fulfilled. I trucked 161 packages that I packed and labeled and shipped by hand, and it's all out there into the world now, which means... If you order Mirror Drawings, my new book now, it is no longer a pre-order. It is an order, which means if you put it through, then I pack it up and ship it as soon as it comes in to me. So uh, the announcement I have is that Mirror Drawings is available for order now. And if you go to mirrordrawings.com, it'll take you straight to my website where you can order it. So that's it. Uh, Maybe there will be a link in the show notes to mirrordrawings.com. There will.
0: Yes, there will be. (laughs) Fantastic. dimensions perfectly align with the uh, dimensions of a stocking, by the way. So get on those orders today. Hey. The same can be said with Nick's drained module. Perfectly aligns (laughs) the clearance from the bottom of the tree to the floor. Whip out those 24 by
2: 24 stockings and you'll be all set.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations, both of you. And congratulations, listeners. You have completed another episode of the Hello Play Day podcast. Boopity boop boop. Huzzah. Good job, listeners. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Our socials are at the uh, bottom of the uh, show notes, but also you can catch us at playdaypodcast.com. Join us on Discord, and we will catch you in two weeks. Don't miss out on the Playday Community Awards. We will remind you on the next episode. But December 8th.
1: Oh, uh, one more thing. There's a live stream of my game um, oh. hmm. at, at uh, twitch.tv slash buffalo pinball. That's Monday night. November the 28th, 2022, at 8 p.m. Eastern. So um, that's less than a week away. Mark your calendar, guys. Yes.
0: Give okay. me a I link. I think we're all going to we'll be there. In the show notes. I will. I Don, are like you going to be there? Play. Uh, I wouldn't miss it unless I oh, forget. We'll it. all be if there. I don't forget, I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, course. guys. Yes. All okay, right, but thanks, uh,
1: Playdate huh? Community Awards. Do we have a link for, for that? twitch.tv slash tiny yellow machine? is that something correct? like
0: that i think it's tym playdate show or I, I don't know it'll be in the show notes yes okay peace sorry be with that you.
1: That's, that's what, what reminded was... me okay thanks everybody
0: <laughs> namaste <laughs> good night